In today's podcast, I'm going to discuss why networking with junior consultants is usually not the best strategy for you. And I know this is very counterintuitive feedback, but I'm going to spend some time explaining why this is advice we give our own candidates and we'll talk you through some statistics with our own candidates in terms of networking with more junior and more senior employees of a firm. So what do I mean by junior employees? Well, junior employees refers to the level that you are targeting. For example, if you are targeting the business analyst level, um, you should generally not target other business analysts for networking. And if you are targeting the associate level at McKinsey, for example, you should not target the associate level, but go one above or several above. I always tell candidates to reach out to principals and directors and senior partners directly um, because it shows a lot of confidence and it shows that you feel um, that you have a strong reason to speak to them. Ultimately, all boiling down to the fact that you probably have a very good profile. But now let's let's talk through why juniors are invariably not going to help you. And if you are forced to network with relatively more junior consultants, how do you pick the ones that are more likely to help you? Well, let's talk about someone who just joins, for example, McKinsey as a business analyst, right? Now, for a lot of candidates, not all, but certainly for a lot of candidates, the fact that they've joined McKinsey and most of the world applied and didn't get in is their point of differentiation. That's a very important message. Their point of differentiation that is that they have joined McKinsey rather than they have been successful at McKinsey. When you've reached the level of associate principal or principal or partner or director, your point of differentiation is that you have been successful at McKinsey and not that you've just joined. So the reason that you are successful is different and this plays a big role in terms of how different people want to help others. When you've just joined McKinsey or Bain or BCG or whatever it is, you feel you are unique because you are there, not because of what you've done. And therefore your, your point of uniqueness only exists if others are not in the firm as well. So what normally happens, I find with junior candidates most of them, is that they are the most difficult to network with because anyone you network with is, for example, if I'm at McKinsey and another business analyst wants to network with me, I mean, generally, I'm going to be networking with potential competition. And also, there's this feeling that, you know what, uh, this guy didn't get into McKinsey, so if I let them get in, it'll make it seem like it's too easy to get in. So I find with junior candidates, they protect their image and self-worth by making it more difficult for others to get in. And um, junior people can comment, but this doesn't apply to everyone, but I'm going to tell you right now, this applies to the majority of candidates, right? So clearly, this image thing is a major issue for junior candidates. And when you're networking with a junior candidate, understand that. Their point of differentiation is that they're at McKinsey and the more people they help to get in diminishes their point of differentiation. Beyond image, junior people don't have a lot of power. There was a point in time previously when a person refers a resume into a recruiter, the recruiter almost always go ahead with the interview. That has changed. That rule has now changed. If, you, if, a, if a colleague submits your profile in, um, it's not guaranteed you'll get an interview. In fact, the odds are pretty low you would get an interview unless they really push for you. So what's happened is that um, the consulting firms have almost set up the system where someone can submit your resume or someone can give you a proper referral. And what's invariably happening is that many people are just sending resumes through for the recruiter to look at this. And you don't know what they're telling the recruiter. They could just say, someone sent me this resume. I don't know them. I, don't, I can't vouch for them. Um, so you have a look and let me know what you think. Or... 
they can send in your resume and say, you know what, I personally vouch for this person and would like to formally refer them in for interviews. Different impact and different power levels and levels of influence within the organization, right? Beyond that, I find junior people are much more likely to refer their friends. I actually know a candidate who was interviewed. She, she was rejected at three different offices in the space of nine months. How did she get those interviews? She had a lot of very good friends who were willing to refer. So in each office, she didn't go through the online recruitment system, which, have, which would have obviously have flagged that she had applied before she had a friend submit her resume. And she did three interviews in the space of just under nine months. I don't think she got into any of them. Um, this was a uh, Bain, but eventually she got into BCG. The point is, junior people are more likely to refer their friends. And unless they are your friend, no, no amount of networking is going to help you, right? And the fourth point is that if someone refers you, they are implicitly saying that they think highly of your background. And if you've got a relatively weak background, uh, low, I say good grades, not great grades, but an, maybe an average school and so on. I find junior people tend to attach their own self-worth more closely to the person to whom they are referring and are therefore less likely to refer someone they don't know, especially who has an average background, because they think it has an impact on their own background. Right, So there's all dynamics at play here that makes it much more difficult to get a junior person to refer you. Now, if you are forced to network with a junior person, a relatively junior person, there's no such thing as a junior person. I'm using the term to to differentiate between um, more senior levels of the organization. In my opinion, anyone who joins a management consulting firm is a future leader. So when I use a junior, it's not a derogative term. It's a point. It's it's a term to differentiate levels only. I certainly don't see them as junior level people. So let's just look at some some points of differentiation in terms of who you should target. I do find invariably that people that tend to have more self-confidence and are not threatened and are willing to refer your resume and they don't think it's a judgment on themselves are generally people who have had a lot of success in their life. So with the candidates we work with and the ones who have managed to get more junior people to refer their resume, I find those are the ones who went to good schools and did well. So in the Stanford undergrads, the Wharton undergrads, the Harvard undergrads who go on to you know, then good business schools. Because they, they have natural, I'm not going to use the word pedigree, but because they have been naturally successful throughout their life, they are less threatened. And because they are less threatened, they are more willing to help you. So I've definitely found that. I found that people who, for example, have gone to maybe an, a lesser known school or an average school and then got into a relatively good university, they are less willing to help because they still feel as if, you know what, I just made it and I'm, and I'm, and I'm still trying to prove myself. I also find, and I know I'm going to get a lot of comments on this, but I also find that people who go to the major schools like the Harvard, the Whartons, the Stanfords of the world, tend to have more confidence. And I do find people who go to the sort of lesser known universities, and I'm going to say them by name, you know, the Kellogg's, the Boots, and so on, they are good schools, but the candidates who end up at the schools, a lot of them tend to suffer from a lack of self-confidence, and that is a reality. And those candidates are unlikely to refer you. Yes, there are many candidates at those schools who also have a large degree of self-confidence. But you have to judge the candidates on their level of self-confidence. And remember, self-confidence is not an arrogant, divine person. I do find that candidates who act that way, so 
generally the ones who have the least amount of sense of confidence. So when you are networking with people, you know, look at the, how friendly the person is and look at the pedigree. You, if the person goes to the right school and they're very friendly, the odds are most likely they're willing to help you, right? And and the statistics, you know, speak for this. Most of our candidates, in fact, I think every single one of our candidate we've, candidates, we've asked them to network at some point. Either they are um, networking because they need to learn more about a firm because they're profiles are so good they're almost guaranteed to get interviews or they're networking to try to help them get interviews in some offices uh, the stories that I know that really stand out are the ones for example we had a candidate once in Dubai um, who applied and never got an, an interview and the only reason that candidate managed to get into the interview process is because through the networking efforts they had reached out to three principals and they had built very good relationships, you know, relationships built on merit. They had a very good understanding of the office. They had a good reason to be there. But they also could show to the interviewer that, to the partner that, you know what, um, there is some weaknesses on my resume, but I can easily explain it. And they were not invited in to the interviews. They had to contact the partner and say, look, this happened. If it's, if this was a considered process. I'm happy to accept it, but I do feel there may be some mistake given you know, the very positive discussions I've had with the firm. And they were put back in the process. We've had similar incidences with candidates in London, in Boston, in New York, in Johannesburg, and so on. In fact, in one particular office, I've actually seen associates fall over themselves to get a candidate we're working with to meet some of the partners, uh, sorry, directors for McKinsey, and get into the interview process ahead of other candidates. Now, why did those candidates help so much, right? I do feel that the candidates, sorry, why did those consultants help our candidates so much? Well, I do feel that those particular consultants were very, very um, self-assured. They had a lot of confidence. They didn't feel threatened. They were willing to help other people because they felt that it was good for the firm. But I invariably find that, find that when someone doesn't want to help you, it's because they are personally threatened or they don't feel that um, it show it, it's good on their profile if you join them if you join the firm especially if you came from a came from a slightly weaker school they think it's a it's a bad mark on McKinsey if you join it's a personally a bad mark on them so the, the stats basically bear this out I we've seen very few junior consultants go out of their way to um, help our candidates and mostly where there has been you know where networking has helped is because a candidate we are working with as network with a more senior person. And I think when you're thinking about how to network, you should pay careful attention to trying to break into principals and partners and so on. They are far more friendly because they have nothing to prove. They Their worth is because they have been successful at McKinsey or Bain, not because they are at McKinsey and Bain. And that's a very important distinction when you are planning your networking. In a follow-up podcast, we'll talk about you know how to to actually engage partners and principals in phone calls and so on. But for now, if you have any questions about this um, issue between networking with relatively more junior consultants and more senior consultants, you're very welcome to post any comments and I'll respond to them.